Today on The Faction, Impact Wrestling is going out with a bang. We've got more signings and more news to tell you about, plus the fallout from NXT Deadline and much more. All of that and more on The Faction. What's going on, family? Happy Wednesday. Welcome to another edition of The Faction. I'm your man, Gerard Bonner. They call me GB. Some places call me The Professor. Either way, I'm glad to be rocking with you. You know what? As we're nearing the end of the year, you guys know there's more content coming because we're getting close to our end of the year vibe where we're recapping 2023, trying to figure out what the biggest stories were. And in a year that was filled with massive stories, it's going to be interesting trying to figure our way through the top stories of 2023. But I do want to say thank you for continuing to support all things connected to the faction because you guys are absolutely amazing. Shout out to all of you who join us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Shout out to all of you as well who are subscribed to our podcast, which by the way, one of the cool things about these streaming services like Apple, like Spotify, is they have this thing called Wrapped, Okay, And if you have Spotify or Apple, what this function does is at the end of the year, it tells you what your listening habits were, you know, who your favorite artist was, all of the things based on your actual performance. And so it's pretty exciting to see how many of you out there actually have the faction as a top 10 podcast in your world. We've grown quite a bit this year and it's really, really exciting to see. So thank you guys so much. Do me a favor as we go into 2024. Please share what we're doing with your friends, with your followers. It's highly likely that you're not the only person in your world who likes pro wrestling and who likes to talk about it. So I know there are a lot of wrestling podcasts out there. I'd like to think that we present something a bit different. And so I hope that you're enjoying that enough to share it with some friends. Now, trust me when I tell you, you want to be sharing because 2024 is going to be a special year. I'm just going to tell you that now. So be on the lookout. While we're here, if you haven't done so, a great way to end the year is also to grab some merch. We'll share some information about that merch a little bit later in the show. But if you want to get a jump on things, head to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. Pick up one or as many shirts as you want. They make great Christmas gifts. And they're also a great statement for you in your personal world and in your career walk as well. So today, we've got a pretty jam-packed show as we are wrapping up things news-wise before we get to our best of series as we're looking at the top stories in 2023. But before we do that, there's still a major pay-per-view left that's happening at the end of the week. It's called Final Battle from Ring of Honor. And that, of course, will feature Athena versus Billy Starks in the main event for the Ring of Honor Women's World Championship. Congratulations to Athena, who celebrates a year as champion. And if there ever was an MVP 
for a promotion, Athena is that for Ring of Honor. By far the most consistent figure there, telling the best story of the year without question. So congratulations to her. Whether or not she wins this coming Friday night, we can guarantee that she is that one for Ring of Honor. Congratulations indeed. So I want to continue a conversation about Impact Wrestling. What a year Impact has had. And without going through its entire year, we of course know that coming up in January, Impact returns to its former name of TNA, Total Nonstop Action. And so this past Friday, they held their final live event under the Impact Wrestling brand. That was Final Resolution. It was a pretty incredible night. It did not see championships change hands, but it did see some pretty special moments. And in those special moments, we found out of a few new signings as well. So one of the newest signees to Impact Wrestling is Trent Seven, formerly one half of the tag team Mustache Mountains with Tyler Bate. They won tag team gold in NXT and in NXT UK. Trent Seven surprised the world as part of Final Resolution, teaming with Mike Bailey to defeat the Rascals. So that was pretty awesome. In addition, we found out how Kazuchika Okada and Will Ospreay will play into things in TNA's first weekend back as TNA. So the weekend is going to be the weekend of January the 13th and 14th in Las Vegas. January the 13th is the Hard to Kill pay-per-view, the first live event under the TNA banner. That'll be followed by Snake Eyes. That's also happening in Las Vegas. And there, you will see the newly signed to AEW, Will Ospreay, in a rematch against former world champion Josh Alexander. On that same night, you'll see a six-man tag as the Motor City Machine Guns will team with Kazuchika Okada to take on Moose, Eddie Edwards, and Brian Myers. Now, this is not Okada's first time in Impact or TNA. He appeared there about a decade or so ago. But he wasn't the Kazuchika Okada we know now. So this Kazuchika Okada, who at this particular point will be a free agent, will have already gone through Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, it's incredible because many are believing there's going to be quite the bidding war for Kazuchika Okada. Where will he land? Will he land in AEW? Where, of course, he has appeared a handful of times. In fact, what we will be seeing at Wrestle Kingdom, him against Brian Danielson, will be a rematch from this past summer's Forbidden Door pay-per-view. In that pay-per-view, we saw Brian Danielson win by submission. What will happen when they battle at Wrestle Kingdom? And will that be a precursor of some future events for Okada, perhaps with AEW? Is this move with TNA suggesting that Okada could be in TNA? That is not an impossibility at all. Then, of course, everyone's talking about the potential of him in WWE. We could, in theory, see him show up at the Royal Rumble or perhaps beyond. And speaking of that, which it's probably, well, no, I'll come back to Royal Rumble because there's a whole idea I have and we'll dovetail. I don't want to do that. So with all of that said, lots of news coming out of Impact Wrestling. Trent Seven signed to Impact. Kazuchika Okada, Will Ospreay, 
Both will be at Snake Eyes. Now, they will 10 days earlier also be at Wrestle Kingdom in prominent matches. As I mentioned, Okada will take on Brian Danielson. Will Ospreay will take on John Moxley and David Finley for the newly christened IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. So, Needless to say, Wrestle Kingdom, somewhat the official start on the wrestling calendar for so many. Certainly the start for New Japan Pro Wrestling. It'll be amazing. But that's not the only connection between New Japan and TNA. As TNA today has announced the signing of Kushida. Kushida, a former six-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, multiple-time IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, has appeared in Impact several times. In fact, earlier this year, he had a match there for the vacated World Championship. Now him being signed to TNA says an awful lot. TNA signing a number of international stars. I think we need to really be paying attention to what TNA can pull off in 2024. After all, in 2023 at Final Resolution, Josh Alexander teamed with Zack Sabre Jr. Like that really happened, folks. So it's going to be incredible to see who may don the doors of TNA. Remember, Impact signed Trinity earlier this year, and she has been on an absolute tear in that company. So congratulations. I think we're going to see a really big year for TNA in 2024, given all of their history and all that they went through and the moments where it felt like TNA nor Impact would be around anymore. It's exciting to see what's happening with them now. And 2024 looks like it could be its brightest year yet. So congratulations to TNA. Let's also spend some time talking about AEW and the Continental Classic as AEW's Continental Classic continues tonight. If you haven't been following this tournament, it's a round-robin style tournament that really puts me in the mindset of the G1 or many of the New Japan tournaments that happen. Ultimately, you end up in a block or a league where you have to battle every wrestler at some point. You get a certain amount of points for wins, etc., etc., and whoever leaves that block with the most points heads into ultimately the finals where they will face the winner of the other block. In the case of the Continental Classic, you have the Blue League and the Gold League. Right now, leading in the Blue League, it's a three-way tie between Brian Danielson, Brody King, and Andrade El Idolo. Both of them have picked up two wins, most notably on Saturday on Collision. Andrade El Idolo defeated Brian Danielson, which is a very, very big deal. Interestingly enough, both Andrade El Idolo and Brody King are undefeated so far. They've only had two matches. Brian Danielson has had three matches. He's 2-1 and one right now. Yet to get on the board is Daniel Garcia and Eddie Kingston staved away elimination by getting a big win this past Saturday over Claudio Castagnoli. Now to the Gold League, where there is a two-way tie for the top spot between John Moxley and Swerve Strickland. Both are undefeated at 3-0, and they will battle each other tonight, presumably in the main event of AEW Dynamite. You've got to imagine whoever walks out of this match with a win could potentially win the Gold League and head to the finals. Now, also in the Gold League is Jay White with six points, who really needs a win tonight to really stay in shooting distance, 
Roosh has three points. You could argue that it may be impossible at this point for him to win. I mean, it's going to take a lot of help from some others and two consecutive wins on his part. Mark Briscoe and Jay Lethal are statistically eliminated. Neither have picked up a win, but they certainly could prove to be spoilers in this tournament tonight and next week. So if you're paying attention, there are pretty much two matches left for everyone, with the exception of Brody King and Andrade El Idolo, who have three matches remaining. And those will all take place between now and next week. Of course, at World's End on December the 30th, we'll see the winner of the Gold League battle the winner of the Blue League. And the winner of that match will win the AEW Continental Championship, a newly formed title, along with the Ring of Honor World title and the New Japan Strong Openweight Championship. Now, I've got some thoughts in terms of what this all will mean and who could win this thing, and I may share those thoughts a little bit later. But I do want to get your thoughts on the Continental Classic. What are your thoughts on this tournament? Do you think that it's a good thing for three championships to be up for grabs? And who do you think is going to walk out as winners in the Gold and Blue League? Let us know on the socials at The Faction Show. So that's a look at what's going on in AEW and in Impact slash TNA. When we come back, we're going to give you some fallout from NXT Deadline. We're also going to talk a bit about what's going on with WWE and where exactly did Punk decide to sign. I'll tell you all of that when we come back. This is Caprice Coleman, and you're listening to The Faction on Bonafide Radio. That's right, the mount, the style, the grace, the shape, and the faith. Support Bonafide Radio, the faction. Keep it on, baby. I've known Dylan since he was 15. I've known what a crazy fanatic he's been. He never just went and played. So what are you doing? Well, you know, I got to plan the show first. He wants to be the guy shaping. Dylan used to run shows back in his hometown, and ever since he moved to Atlanta, I know that he's been really wanting to start his own company here. I had that fear of not being what's interesting in Atlanta. I said, I'm going to start my own wrestling promotion. You need to get in a room with this guy. Because at the end of the day, wrestling had grown stale in Georgia. I'm like, dude, this guy's ruffling everybody's feathers. Dylan learned that I'm impatient, and I announced that we were going to start a promotion 90 days later. And I knew that I had no content. But then I started to see all the things that he was doing. It was starting to look really professional. Gary had stirred up so much shit. We were gonna be the laughing stock of the entire city if we didn't deliver. Perception's reality. How did we get on Southern Honor? What was the process of them walking over there like, I'm gonna do that? I thought, honestly, he was dead. You hear his brain swelling. I literally thought Southern Honor was probably done. You always told me, if you don't like an idea, come up with a better idea. You're telling me you won't listen to the idea? And we're gonna pack 1,000 people! I couldn't wait for an answer from Chris. We weren't sure. No confirmation. How about that? The lights are going out here. The first indie show I've ever done in 23 years was with Southern Honor, and now everyone's talking about this company. Nothing bigger than that's ever gonna happen here for it a few minutes later. It was extremely hard to maintain relationships because I was working with Gary. I don't know that they would go to war for me. They would go to war for Dylan. Finally, this year is going to be mine, COVID. I can honestly say my last match will be here just because Southern Honor is that special to me. 
so many things that have happened in my life that you could write on paper and it would read as a book. And Southern Honor is just another chapter. As long as there's a him and there's a you, there will always be a S-H-W. Are you ready? Yes! Hey guys, before we hop back into the podcast, I want to let you know that you have the opportunity to wear the merch of hopefully your favorite commentator. That's right. I have merch available representing us here at The Faction and representing my journey. Lego. You've likely heard about my journey into pro wrestling, and if you haven't, I can sum it up in a couple of words. Uh-oh. It took me five seconds of courage to bet on me. So we've got great merch out there allowing you to tell the world about five seconds of courage and betting on you. you can check out that merch right now at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. Again, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. Check out this new merch representing yours truly in the world of pro wrestling. Bet on you. Five seconds of courage. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Bonnerfied. I know you're going to dig this. What's up, y'all? It's the Intergalactic Soul, the Honorable Brother, the Revolutionary Ourself, Darius Lockhart here. And I'm here with some exciting news on how you can watch our shade from home all across the globe. All you have to do is go to OurShadeWrestling.com and click on the tab, Watch OurShade. There, starting at midnight, November 24th on Black Friday, there'll be a downloadable link available for purchase that will send you directly to the live livestream held on December 1st. From there, select your item. Click on the box, get your link. Check out using the cart located in the bottom right corner of your screen. Click check out, enter your form of payment information and complete your purchase. Once you're done, there'll be the option to download the item. Click this and download the PDF format attached and once it opens, there'll be a link at the bottom sending you directly to the live stream of the first ever Ashe show. I hope this is an easy process for everyone and that you join us on our live stream. I hope to see you there. This is the Total Package Lex Luger, and you are turned into the Faction. Okay, a couple of quick reminders before we get into our next topics of discussion. Ashe Wrestling, the debut show, is available right now at ashewrestling.com. I want to make sure that you guys check it out. It was a very special moment in time. I had the opportunity to be part of the broadcast team there, did some cool interviews, and some amazing moments happened there. Chris Lee, along with the legendary D'Lo Brown, handle commentary for this first episode. There will be a second presentation of Ashe Wrestling coming in February, so stay tuned for that. We'll tell you all about it. But if you missed the show, or you did not check its premiere, by all means, check it out at AsheWrestling.com. That's A-S-E Wrestling.com. It's absolutely amazing. Now then, let's switch gears and talk about so much that's happening in WWE right now. First of all, got to give big props to Triple H. Ever since he took over creative now a year and a half ago, the WWE has really been on an upward trajectory in terms of content, in terms of engagement. And now we're seeing and hearing something that I don't recall hearing before in the world of WWE. As Triple H 
has ensured that there will be no live events all of next week. Basically, the 19th through the 25th, no live events will take place in WWE. Now, why is this? It's because he wants to give all of the talent and all of the workers in WWE a chance to actually spend time with their families. WWE will resume with the holiday tour on December the 26th, which, by the way, will mark the first WWE match for CM Punk in nearly a decade as he will take on Dominic Mysterio at Madison Square Garden on December the 26th, the day after Christmas. That's pretty remarkable to me. And yeah, tickets are flying, as you can imagine. But shout out to Triple H, who again is considering family, considering the well-being of his superstars. And you've got to imagine that people are going to come back in a massive way. Remember also that New Year's Day is a Monday. And so they're calling it the day one Monday Night Raw. Now, you might remember that a couple of years ago, WWE played with a new concept pay-per-view called Day One. It happened on January the 1st, and most will probably remember that it was the night that Big E lost the WWE Championship. He was in a fatal four-way that became a fatal five-way when Brock Lesnar, who was scheduled to take on Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship, got inserted into that match because Roman ended up having COVID and could not compete. That match saw Brock Lesnar become the WWE champion, which would ultimately lead us to the WrestleMania where it was title for title and we got the unification of the WWE and Universal Championships won by Roman Reigns. Now that was in 2022. 2023, which was this year, there was initially supposed to be a day one pay-per-view, but that got scrapped, and that got scrapped partially because Shinsuke Nakamura was invited to be a part of a massive pay-per-view at Pro Wrestling Noah, where he would take on the Great Muda in the Great Muda's Farewell Tour. Yeah, pretty impressive for sure. A lot has happened, and it's hard to believe that that is what kicked off 2023. But it did. So day one will somewhat resume, not as a pay-per-view, but instead as an episode of Monday Night Raw, as it will happen on January the 1st. And it looks like it's going to be pretty power-packed. It'll include a world title match between Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Now, speaking of Seth Rollins, he was involved in what I think might be the modern-day pipe bomb. CM Punk, Monday night, made his choice. Would he sign with Raw? Would he sign with SmackDown or would he sign with NXT? Well, he decided to sign with Monday Night Raw and no sooner than he did that, here comes the World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins, who, well, let's just say had an extremely spirited conversation with CM Punk. The tension, yeah, you could cut that with a knife. One of the most significant stare downs in WWE history. And I'm just going to put it out there. CM Punk, announced that he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. I think we may have seen the precursor for one of our main events for WrestleMania because I think there's no way we're getting out of here without CM Punk versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania for the World Championship, which then means it's likely that CM Punk wins the Royal Rumble, something that he's never done before. 
Then what does that do for Cody finishing his story? I know I'm giving you some predictions really, really early. But I think Cody then goes on to win the Elimination Chamber. And I think night one or night two features these two matches. Now, what does that mean for a woman's main event at WrestleMania? I know it's way too early to tell. And again, there are two women's championships to fight for. I don't know. But what I do know is this. We're going to have an amazing road to WrestleMania. And don't get it twisted. Things may not be as obvious as they seem. I'll just say that. So then... 2024 should be amazing in the world of WWE, and I'm certainly looking forward to seeing the fallout for all of this and how we get to WrestleMania. Oh my God, it's going to be so entertaining. Do yourself a favor if you get the opportunity to go to a WWE live event, whether it is a house show, a televised event, or a premium live event, get there, be there, because WWE has become, once again, the hottest ticket in town. Now then, we look at NXT, which took place last night, and we're getting some more information, potentially, on what we could see in the NXT world, as NXT is bringing us New Year's Evil, January the 2nd, which will feature two title matches, Ilya Dragunov defending the NXT Championship against Trick Williams, and then Lyra Valkyria defending the NXT Women's Championship against Blair Davenport. Now, we saw a few things, including the in-ring return last night of Nikita Lyons, along with the in-ring return of Cora Jade. That all happened. We saw the start of the breakout tournament on the men's side, which I think there were some pretty impressive things happening there. As a matter of fact, let's dig into some of that. Firstly, this NXT breakout tournament. For the men's side. Now, the women's side, I think, was amazing. The men's side is giving us some really incredible things. We saw all eight competitors, but then one of them, Trey Bearhill, was taken out by, of all people, Lexus King. And it looks to me like Lexus King is going to be in where Trey Bearhill is out. We saw two first-round matches last night as Obafemi defeated Miles Bourne. And then we also saw Riley Osborne defeat Keanu Carver. Now, Keanu Carver had his very first match last night. And he is going to be a star. Good grief. He's got all the goods and all the makings of the kind of guy you're not going to forget. So be on the lookout for him. Obafemi, also wildly impressive as well. So many impressive things that we saw there. I think this breakout tournament is going to bring us another set of stars for NXT. And speaking of stars, Dragon Lee held his first open challenge for the North American Championship. It was answered by Tyler Bate. Dragon Lee retains the championship. Eddie Thorpe took on Jack, and it ended in disqualification in the wildest of ways. The turnbuckle broke. Jack ends up bloody. Jack uses the turnbuckle to just put the boots to Eddie Thorpe. Like, it's a thing. It is such a thing, to say the least. And then, what's really going on with Carmelo Hayes? Carmelo Hayes attacked, allegedly, then cleared... Then he comes in and interrupts Trick Williams and Ilya Dragunov's conversation by accusing Ilya Dragunov of being the attacker of both Trick and Mello. Guys, 
I have my thoughts on how I think this thing is going to end. I shared some of them yesterday on Russell Extra, but I'll share them with you specifically. This is going to end one of two ways. We're either going to get Mellow versus Trick at Stand and Deliver, or we're going to get Mellow and Trick at NXT Vengeance Day. Now, why at Vengeance Day? Because Carmelo Hayes, of course, will be on SmackDown this Friday, being involved in the number one contenders tournament for the United States Championship. I think this is the precursor to his move up to SmackDown. I don't think he has much longer in NXT. And I don't know if they're going to wait all the way until Stand and Deliver to pull this trigger. So it'll be interesting to see. I think a lot will obviously be determined by what happens this Friday night and then also at New Year's Evil as well. So then NXT is absolutely cooking with hot grease, as is Raw, as is SmackDown. The wrestling world right now is just on fire and we love to see it. I want to remind you of a couple of things. For one, you can check out my commentary work with Southern Honor Wrestling and with IWE on a platform called IWTV. It's Independent Wrestling TV. You can download the mobile app or you can go to the website independentwrestling.tv. And if you use the promo code SHW, you'll get your first five days on that platform for free. You can check out the entire library for IWE, Southern Honor Wrestling, along with a ton of other amazing promotions that are there. It's a great $10 to spend for a lot of great pro wrestling. So you can definitely check that out. Again, you can check out my commentary work with All Caribbean Wrestling on YouTube by going to their YouTube page. You can also check out my commentary work with The Nightmare Factory by going to The Nightmare Factory's YouTube page as well. And speaking of that, I will be with The Nightmare Factory this Friday for another taping of the Student Showcase. It'll be Student Showcase number 12. Should be pretty exciting, but you can check out Student Showcase 11 and those prior to that on the YouTube page for The Nightmare Factory. And again, as I mentioned earlier, you can check out my work with Ashe Wrestling by going to AsheWrestling.com and checking out the replay of that incredible show. All right, be on the lookout on the socials because we're going to be putting posts up and likely in our stories to give you a chance to vote for the top stories of 2023. So be on the lookout for that. It's going to be fun. Your input is going to help determine the top story of the year. And then, of course, we'll have a great special on all of those things here on the podcast. So until next time, representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray, I am Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. Salute my people, here we go. Salute my people.